What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Little Big Cast. We're the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. And on today's show, Rachel gets turned off. Sorry, guys. By the PS3. (laughs) Jeff talks wieners. It's true. And Drew goes down the rabbit hole. Woohoo, buddies! He insisted on the blue pill. Anyway, this is episode 20 of Little Big Cast. It's kind of the Destiny episode. We're happy to have you. Welcome. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of The Little Big Cast. My name is Jeff Hawks. I'm your host for today's show. And with me, as always, the uh, splendid Rachel and voracious Drew Tyler. Good adjectives there, Jeff. I don't know. I, you know what? <laughs> off the fly, those, those adjectives off the fly, I'm not good at it. I apologize. Um, but let me just say, episode 20, that's pretty awesome. And uh, we have a very special show for you today because to celebrate the, uh, I feel like there's like a fan on somewhere, but um, it's it's probably KT's PS4. Man, figure awesome. it out. Awesome. Anyway, anyway uh, you know, remember when your laptop would make those noises? Yeah, that's and it's, true. It's I did have a loud noise. laptop for a while, so it's just it feels. You know what? That's true. Episode Breezy. twenty today feels like yeah. episode number one all we over again. <laughs> We've gone full circle. You could say it was our destiny to go full circle. <laughs> Is guys. that foreshadowing? Is that what I smell? It could be. Uh, so very excited to get into today's show. We're going to be talking a lot of destiny. Obviously the beta's out. It's exciting. It's been a lot of fun. Everybody's played uh, it but me. Everyone's played it, but drew. Um, and so we're going to get into it. Hopefully drew will be able to come up with maybe, I'll, I don't I'll know. Contribute nothing. Drew's just going to be silent. I'll tell you, I'll tell show. you about I'll tell you about 15, 20 years ago when I played Marathon. How about that? That's That'd what I'll spend my time doing. That would be great. A Talk about Android. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll jump right into it. And I'm going to send it to Rachel today. Do you want to start it us off, Rachel? Oh, I forgot we talked about stuff. Yeah, sure. I can do it. So my week has been not so eventful. Um, I've just been watching lots of TV. So like the IT crowd and Doctor Who, essentially. I love the IT crowd. Isn't it great? I like the I'm pretty much going to watch the whole series again. The IT crowd. I've seen the IT crowd all the way through probably four times. That show is possibly the funniest show that's ever been made for television. I have to try this. I'm I'm I've never, oh, you've never Drew, watched you'd it. Enjoy it. You'd love it. Oh my it. gosh. I've never done it. I'm, I'm a noob. I feel like Drew and Moss belong together. Can totally see it though. <laughs> I have to try this. I have to see this. So tell tell us a little bit about the IT crowd. So the IT crowd is a British television show, and it has um, these two guys, Moss and oh, there's a girl and there's a guy. Why can't John? Not John. Mm, brain dead right now. I can't remember either. Moss is the only character that matters. Moss and oh, why can't I think of his name? I swear, Roy. 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 Yeah. Roy. Roy's correct. I can't remember the girl. I want to say it's Karen, but it's not Karen. Anyways, they work in this place, and the girl's public relation. No, she's a relationship manager, and then Moss and Roy are the IT guys. And 
they just fix problems and run Her into Her name things. is Jen Barber. Jen, that's what it is. And there's a freaky guy who lives in there too, and he's like a goth, so it's pretty, it's a pretty <laughs> great show. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's like a little vampire guy. Right. I, I, check I, it like, out. I like Douglas Reinhold the best, though. <laughs> the perverted Douglas that always wears like tight woman's pant, women's pants. And have you seen the episode when Moss is like, how are you so like confident? And he's like, I wear women's pants. (laughs) And so anytime Moss wears women's pants, he has this incredible confidence. Like he can fight bad guys and stuff. You would love it, Drew. You need to check it out. It's a great show. It's highly suggested for everyone. That's that's my life. I mean, really right now, that's my life. I, I, I could do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. If you need confidence going into next week's party that I'm not invited to, wear women's pants, Drew. It's two weeks. Wear women's pants. (laughs) It's okay, Jeff. You can be me if you really want. Uh, Yeah. Stand in. (laughs) I desperately want. What else have you been doing, Rachel? Um, I'm T. Crowd, Doctor Who. I'm going to Australia in August. What? I know. We booked flights for that. Yeah, we were planning on December, but if we go in August, we'll save like $600 because... Because everyone Dang. flies in December, apparently. So we're like, all right, let's go. Dude, that's <sighs> are you crazy. Chasing, are you chasing wallaby scrotums? I mean, what we, are you doing? <laughs> scrotums. No, we want... Well, we don't really know. We just want to go lay on a beach and chase a kangaroo and hold there a koala. She wants <laughs> to hear the accents. Let's be yeah. honest. She okay. wants to just hear the accents. No, okay. never. I just, I just There's want... got to be other ways to lay on a beach and find koalas and kangaroos. I mean, they're, they're, they're around in other places. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 <laughs> Not beaches like this. Yep, we're just going to go to Brisbane and we're going to surf and going to get eaten by a spider, possibly. That's what I'm I'm talking about. That's what you need to do. If you're going to go to Australia, you got to hit up the Great Barrier Reef. Boom. We're going to go to our hotels like right by this giant bridge. And apparently you can walk this giant bridge and jump off of it or like rappel down it. That's awesome. This is the rappel. I'm super excited, so... Taking it full circle, I actually talked to somebody on the phone today in Australia because we have a show in Australia in August and I had to make sure hotels were booked. And he was the most pleasant individual that I've ever talked to on the phone. I was like, hey, I need to know the the address to ship some things. And he's like, it's 518 Harper Drive, (laughs) Perth, and that's in Australia. And I was just like, you just sound pleasant. What a good guy. See, like, I can't wait just for people and for koalas and to bottle feed a shark. And I'm just excited. (laughs) It's just going to be good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that sounds awesome. And then I I touched Destiny a little bit, not a whole ton. Um, I've actually picked up Sims, Sims 3. So. It's so weird to me that, that why everyone's it's a gushing, game. <laughs> and, and it's a limited time like access. Like you only have this destiny for like another four or five days, and you're playing The Sims. Well, the, special. the real destiny will come out, and I feel like it'll just we'll talk about it later. Okay. Who's next? All right, Drew, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm gonna have to look at my show notes to remember what I've done. Uh, gaming wise, I did pick up a couple weeks ago. Um, they had a flash sale, a bunch of 99 cent games, and there were a couple that I grabbed there, like Munch's Odyssey, and um, what else did I grab? Sly Cooper, Thieves of Time, like, just a bunch of little ones, Worms. So I played a little bit of every one of those, and, and most of them was like, okay, worth 99 cents, glad I didn't pay more. Uh, Vessel was kind of fun, um, but I did not get Destiny, 
until until just t- today. I'm downloading it right now. It probably won't be done, but we're done here. Um, so I'll let you know about that one. I did Mine spend four six, days. What's that? Mine took like six or eight hours, I think. Yeah, now. so maybe I'll play tomorrow morning. I don't know. Right, we'll see. But um, I did spend four days or so in the Tetons with my family, which was a lot of fun to just go nice. camping and stay at Jenny Lake and, and just... I, I marched my kids all over to make them tired. And that was awesome. So <laughs> that was good. And then while we were up there, um, this is kind of crazy, but I, I somebody posted something on my wall and it started me obsessing. It was a job posting in Hawaii, which I'm not job hunting, but somebody was like, hey, you'd be good for this job. And it's a job in Hawaii. And I was like, I've always wanted to live in Hawaii. So I spent <laughs> like two days Googling different cities in Hawaii and things in Hawaii. Like, ooh, they have lots of Filipino type fruit. I this could be fun. So anyway, that was uh, a fun little tangent in my life for a couple of days. <laughs> that's so cool. That's what it. was the job? It's a production manager job at BYU Hawaii. They're looking for somebody basically to manage their media production center who has broadcast TV background and digital media current ground. That's awesome. That does that's, sound perfect for you. It, it does sound pretty perfect for me. I mean, they're looking for somebody that can can do it can do it all and and uh run a whole run a whole team doing it so i'm i'm i don't know and ladies drew can do it all i can do it all (laughs) i'm pretty excited about it so i'm throwing my hat in the ring but it's one of those things that's like way big shot in the dark but who knows amazing so man a couple of months we could be doing this show from Lai. don't bail at like at like four o'clock in the morning our time Right, right. Like, uh, we'll just stay up till four. Drew will record at nine thirty. That'll work. Yeah. It really is a shot in the dark. So it's just kind of fun. I called around for some reference letters today, and I was like, "Hey, this is never going to happen." But would you mind writing a quick letter just in case? So <laughs> we'll see. But that was my week. Cool. So I, um, first of all, I mean, the majority of what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks has been just like crazy, crazy preparation for August. My work schedule is insane. Right, um, right. I literally do not have a single day off in August. I will be either on an airplane or working a trade show uh, every single day of August. So um, I I will be recording this show. I will be recording this show. Uh, No, I'm salary. So no overtime. But but every show I get like uh, a certain amount of like paid days off on uh, in addition to my PTO. So, um, I'll come out of August with like two weeks of extra vacation, extra vacation. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. And, and the truth is like, while it's exhausting, I'm still, I'm super pumped. Like I love the job. I love being on the road and doing that stuff. So I'm, and I'll get flyer miles out of it. So I'll take my family hopefully on a vacation sometime in the next five years. We'll see. It's been a while. Um, outside of that, I've got to tell you guys, I found probably the funniest YouTube channel uh, that, well, it is the funniest YouTube channel I've found so far. Uh, The channel is Almost Cool, and they have a series running called Wiener vs. Brain. Oh, yeah. And holy crap, it's freaking hilarious. Like, it's so, like, the whole premise is so clever. Like, uh, it's just this college-aged guy that um, is put in situations that, every college aged guy or person gets mm-hmm. put in and uh, you know, someone will ask him a question and he'll sit up and look at the camera and a person who plays his wiener and a person who plays his brain kind of smash into him. 
and they have a conversation about what he should do. And so you have the argument from the brain, you have an argument from the wiener, and it it's is pretty funny. It is freaking hilarious. The Snapchat and so one clever. was hilarious. Yeah, the Snapchat one was beautiful. Um, it is it is one of the more clever uh, stories that are being told that I've been able to find on on the YouTubes, and I have loved it. Uh, outside of that, um, to kill any free time that I have, uh, I've been watching Bored to Death, which is an HBO show that's got Jason Schwartzman uh, starring in it. It's also got... Um, Oh my gosh, Tom Selleck and um, James, uh, holy cow, Galifianakis. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zachary Galifianakis. Um, and it's basically a story of a guy who um, is a writer and he gets dumped. And so he decides he's going to be a private detective. And uh, it's him pretending to be a private detective. And it's pretty funny. I watched Planet of the Apes. That was very cool. Um, if you were a fan of the last Planet of the Apes, I would recommend seeing this in the theaters. It was um, quite good. I liked it a lot. And I started another playthrough of Tomb Raider. Um, I started the Definitive Edition, and it is pretty dang good. The graphics look awesome. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun, but as this show... As you guys can tell, um, the focus of this week has been Destiny for me. And I've played a crap ton of Destiny and loved every flipping second of it. And I work with um, several people who own Xbox Ones. And I have thoroughly enjoyed kind of rubbing it in their faces that they have <laughs> not would. been able to play. Hey, like I come in every day, I'm like, dude, you you don't even know. It's the freaking crap is crazy. And uh <laughs> So I've I've really enjoyed being able to do that, um, but that's been my week, man. Sounds busy. Sounds delightful and busy. Yeah, oh, good nice, but busy. Nice it's, yeah, it's been good. Um, and so if there's nothing else, I'm gonna kick it to uh, to Drew Tyler. But first, I think KT's gonna drop some fat beats on us. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. If he's ready to do it. Drop those beats, KT. Come on. Oh, stop. You can do it, KT. Oh, quit. He can't. He doesn't know how. We went, we went in a little early. It it's little, all good. It's a little premature. But I it's got news. Good. Let's just start the news. Don't don't want the fat beats. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. All right, here we go. The uh, this one I'm calling number one: the weight loss cycle. Oh, it played apparently, and we totally missed it. The weight loss cycle. This is from a, a brief class blog. It just says that Sony, some guy just basically like saw this. So for the news, number one, Sony always goes fat, then thin, then fat, then thin. They did it with the PS2 and the PSP and the PS3. And so there's this anticipation, the guy's hunch that perhaps someday in the future, there will be a PS4 thin option. So I'm not sure there's anything really pointing that way. It just seems to be this guy's hunch. What do you guys think? Uh, Just kind of rumory. Yeah. Uh, but... I mean, that is kind of the path that they have taken every single, I mean, every console that they've launched, that's kind of what they've done. And so I don't think it's far-fetched to think that that will happen. I feel like they do it with every console, like even their PSPs and even, isn't there going to be a Vita Slim or is there already a Vita Slim? Yeah, it's there. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. And I feel like they just kind of do it when they're having their last push of console or whatever that is they're selling because it always comes out and then 
within a year or two the set that like a next gen console comes out. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So that's how I see it. Yeah, we'll 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 expect it. All right, number two news. This one I'm calling carryover. Uh, from IGN. IGN's been doing a lot of Destiny coverage this month and probably will continue for a few more days, but they say that Destiny will likely have sequels and that your character will carry over from one to the next to the next, which totally makes sense considering all that we've seen with Destiny and all of the, that you guys have played. It makes sense that they would let you go from one Destiny to the next with the same character, so you don't have to level up and go through hours and hours. You still have points that you can start anew, but uh, what do you guys think about that? I mean, it seems, seems logical. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I hope it does. And, you know, I think, um, I hope that there's some kind of like, uh, I don't know, like decision based gameplay within this where you have to choose certain paths. Um, so much of this game to me feels, uh, kind of sl- like lightly touched by the mass effect bug. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of the game feels very Mass Effecty to me, and I would love if the game kind of carried over through, or your character kind of carried over through subsequent games the same way that Mass Effect does. I just hope that they can change it enough to where it doesn't feel like a giant expansion pack because that's awful when it's a whole new game and you feel like you paid a lot of money for it and it's just the same game. So I hope they're able to change it enough, especially if you're able to carry your character over. Right now it's kind of there have been games that haven't been able to do it in the past. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Cool. All right. Number three, I call this one. Holy crap, that's huge. PS3 trophies reporting, of course, that remastered Last of Us Digital for the for the PS4, which is coming out. Uh, the size was revealed at 50 gigs Crazy. for download. Crazy huge. 50 gigs for a download. It just seems like a ginormous amount uh, but then again, being remastered with, uh, what did we say the remaster was going to be? I mean, we're talking like 1080. It's 1080p, 60 frames per second. Right? That's um, a lot of data. But, you know, like, most of the games seem to be bouncing around between, like, I think probably 20 and 30 gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, 50 seems pretty excessive. Although I wonder if what they ended up doing was throwing, you know, the original... Uh, I don't know. I'm talking out of my butt at this point, but it seems like <laughs> the if? only way it could possibly be 50 gigs is if they're taking, you know, the entire PS3 game and that that's part like that's on the disc and then everything is upresed and edited and manipulated and changed in addition to that. So like I don't know, 50 gigs just sounds like a lot to me. That's a full game as a digital download though. I mean, that's no disc, I don't think. That's just straight 50 gigs. Yeah, that's thing. yeah. I don't know. The full down. Anyway, huge. I uh let's we got tons. I got nine nine newses today, so I'm gonna keep cracking. Um Rewards and Secrets, I call it. From Gotta Be Mobile. Destiny went offline for about a day and a half. It's back now, but there are some rewards that will carry over into the fall release. So things that you do in the next five days will uh four days, I guess, will will stick with you. Things like uh picking up some golden chests and secret bosses and they even had some some uh, walkthroughs to get those things so you got special loot that kind of stuff will some of that will carry over with you i don't believe your level ups will carry is that right it does so they have neither confirmed or denied Mm -hmm. this right Mm -hmm. like that's what they like to say we haven't made a decision either way i'm i'm kind of leaning towards them not doing it i i don't think that they're going to carry it over i would i mean it would be great if they did i just unlocked my second 
level of my power. <laughs> so of like my superpower. So like that would be fantastic if they pulled it over. But um, I'm having a blast playing this regardless. And if I have to work through eight levels again, that's I, I think for the total scale of what this game is and is going to be available four hours to get to level eight is going to be very minimal compared to what is going to ultimately be put into this game. It's not a big deal to me. Rachel thoughts. Uh, nope. Same thing. I, I don't know. I played it. I probably won't pick up the remastered. Oh, just kidding. We're talking about beta, 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 beta. No. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Don't listen to me. Skip me. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Um, next one I got here is called why not? From Forbes, talking about a quick interview they did with Bungie explaining why they didn't allow for cross-platform gameplay. Um, it's kind of obvious to think about, okay, Microsoft and, and PlayStation games, that would be a, a difficult thing. But they said it wasn't like technically they couldn't figure it out. But uh, even, t- even talking about cross-platform from PS3 to PS4 players, letting them cross-play together, right. they're saying, kind of in this interview, it was saying that it was mainly because of like a graphical advantage, for instance, on the higher res version on the PS4, your target or your person that you're playing against, uh, multiplayer wise, would would have a larger target or you know more pixels assigned to that particular target. So that was kind of their reasoning was a, a graphical advantage. What else do you want to add to that, Jeff? Um, so there are several things that I think would have made it would have made it difficult for people on the PS3 to to keep up with what's happening right. on the PS4. Um, it processes information faster. I think information is sent faster. So, um, and, and the truth is you see different things like the PS3 version is like shockingly downscaled, like more so than I was expecting. So I've played both the PS3 and the PS4 versions and to play it on the PS3, it almost feels like kind of like you're, you're playing with an eye patch on. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel like the depth isn't there that that exists on the PS4. Um and it's not because it's not good on the PS3, it's just that it's that much better on the PS4. Um you can tell that while they created this game to be on all four platforms, PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, um you can tell that more time was put into making this uh, a next gen game and it really feels like one. Cool. Well, that makes and it makes sense. But that would be the question: Why can't we all play together? Their their reasoning is basically: We decided that not it's not hard. We could do it technically. We think that it's it would be almost unfair, like you said. Right. I right, explained on. it though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are we skipping you again, or did you have something to say? Nope. Go for it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. Number six. This one <clears throat> delay of the week from Kotaku. EA announcing that Battlefield Hardline was going to be delayed until next year instead of coming out this fall, like they had anticipated. There was a lot of details in their announcement that they it will be next year before. That's some really good reasoning too on the on the article and in their release. They kind of just said, "Here are the reasons why we're going to push it." And I think it's the same thing that you always say, Jeff. I'd rather see a good game done right out a few months later than anticipated, right? Right. Um, and I think you know the the very first um, comment on this on this page is exactly what I said when I talked about the beta the battlefield hardline beta Mm -hmm. it says uh it sounds as if the beta testers found the experience too hollow good on ea and dice then for delaying it to beef it up rather than shoveling out what they thought would be a passable game um honestly that's perfectly said uh the the beta 
was not intriguing in the least. Like I, I took, I, I spent like probably two hours of time with this game, like trying to get into it and trying to like appreciate it. And I, I did not enjoy it at all. Like it was not only did I not enjoy it, like it was kind of an unpleasant experience. Like I just did not have fun at all. It was very blah. And, um, you know, with as rough as the battlefield four release was, and I mean, EA has kind of struggled for a little while with a couple pretty bad, big releases that just didn't go well. Um, battlefield's a big one. Sims is a big one. Um, but the battlefield community was really frustrated with the way that battlefield four was released and came out and the essentially they shipped a broken game knowing it was broken. Right. So good on them. Lesson learned. Hopefully, uh, hopefully hardline is shipped completed and it's good. And it's something that people can get behind. And that, and, that, and that that's what they said. They took a lot of that info from that beta, um, for hardline and they're going to look at multiplayer innovations some single player story depth, stability and, and other things that they, they plan on working on. Right. What do you think, Rachel? I won't play it, but no, I agree. I think <laughs> they should. I hope that they fix everything because I heard a lot of things about Battlefield that were not exciting. Yeah, that's how. That's the hard part. All right, here's number seven. We're almost there. It's number seven news: stepping down from PlayStation trophies. Um, they they're announcing they're reporting that the guys working on the Homefront Revolution, their director. Hasit Zala resigned from his position recently. Um, I'm not sure if it goes in. Let me pull up the article. It basically just says that a lot of people walked out following pay disputes, and now um, same 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 source, right? Yep, Homefront's in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah, it's, they now the directors walked out. Yeah, so um, it's kind of a right, big deal. Yeah, yeah, this is it is it, this is a big. I mean, the whole thing is a big deal. Crytek has stopped paying their employees. Um, it it isn't really listing the reasons why it it had stopped paying their employees, but um yeah they stopped playing their employees and their employees walked out and now their game director has resigned. So um you know be, I you know all you can say really is best of luck to the people that walked out. Right. Hopefully they can find somewhere good to work. It it sucks that um things like this happen whether. You know, there was a lack of faith in the game, whatever it was, investors that didn't follow through or, or you know, um, didn't trust the series, whatever it is, the game looked good. Like, it, it's a pretty far along game. Um, and so for it to be dropping out now is, is pretty unfortunate because it looked, it looked like a pretty cool game. But, yeah, I, if you're not getting paid, I would, I would highly recommend that you walk as well. Oh, Oh, unless of course you're doing podcasts for ktdata.net, then just go strong. Just go, go, just go. go. Just hang, hang in there. there. Hang in there. Hang in there. All right, here's one of my favorite news stories for tonight. I've got two of them. Uh, two last. This one called the White Rabbit, Techno Buffalo. Yay! Did we did there. Uh-huh. The white PS4 is actually going to be available outside the Destiny bundle. This was some big news, at least in Europe. There was there was no specific mention of us here in the North Americas, but the fact that you could possibly be getting a white PS4 without, you know, without having the Destiny bundle is, is pretty cool for a guy that doesn't have one that's thinking right about that time, maybe when it comes out, that I might be able to afford one. Oh, I would, I would love say a white not one. want to exactly. 
Why? Why? Because like it's gonna be the same price, so that's how I feel. I'm go big or go but home. The Destiny one just looks so sexy. It's got the little Destiny logo. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll spray paint my own logo on that. I think Classy. I have Destiny beforehand, but if it if it happened to me to to be that I already had the Destiny and then I got to get the PS4, I would love a white one. And so to make it available a little bit less exclusively, I'm all for it. Guys, it's glacier white. It's not just white. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And it looks damn good. Gosh dang. Like that blue light on the white, it just... I dig it. Such men you both are. (laughs) Yes. All right, last one. Here's our last news of the week. I like the way it matches. I like... Look at that blue and that white contrast. So pretty. Yep. (laughs) Oh, it's late. Last one. Here we go. News number nine. Delay number two of the week. This is a delay um, just from a Twitter. There's a tweet. Aaron Flynn from BioWare on Twitter basically just said, we're shipping Dragon Age Inquisition in November, and it's the best way to deliver the best game, which I believe um, that's only being pushed by a little over a month. Is that something? It was supposed to come out early October. Now it's mid to late November. So Yeah. I feel like all the games they said that were going to come out early, they just did to excite us. They're like, just kidding, guys. We lied to all of you. (laughs) They'll forgive us if we make it better just by a month. But that that at least is not too far off. But there is yet another delay. And that, my friends, is the news. Very cool. Um, Then we will send it directly to um, Miss Rachel Hernandez for our weekly new releases. KT, do we have sound that time? Way to go, KT. He played it the first time. It's just you don't get duplex with this, so we couldn't hear it. Oh, of course. Of course that happens. So we have some stuff coming out, you know, finally. Well, sort of, kind of. Um, So for the... Where am I on my... Okay, so for the PlayStation 4, we talked about this last week, is the Tour de France Season 2014. Um, Oddworld's new... Oh, that's July 21st. Um... July 22nd's Oddworld's new and tasty. Oh my gosh, what day is it? I don't it's even know what day it is out. anymore. It's out. Oh geez. Yeah, so that's that. Um, on the 29th, we're Rogue Legacy. Um, also, July 29th is The Last of Us Remastered. Right next week. Mm-hmm. Wow, where did July go? Seriously. I, just, I don't know anymore. And then for the PlayStation 3, we have, um, wow, um, July 22nd is The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 4, um, Entwined, Dark Souls 2, yep, that's that. Crown of the Sunken King, and then July 29th, Rogue Legacy will also be available on PS3. Oh, but there's more, don't you worry. Is there more? Yeah, so um, then some other things this week is going to be Might and Magic Duel of Champions, Forgotten Wars for the PS3. Is that, actually, card, is that a card game style? Um, it looks like I it. it. Is. I think it is. It kind of. I think it's like magic. Is that mag- no mm-mm. magic? Hmm. Online strategy card game. Choose your hero and assemble an army to attack fierce opponents on the battleground. Hmm. Just sounds like a virtual Magic the Gathering to me. Yeah, I think. Battle card. All right. Well, so yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, a couple down the road that I'm looking forward to in August, Hohokam is is coming out. It's a little tiny, simple kind of kid like puzzler that I played. At, I believe was it CES that we played that. I think so. Yeah, and that that one was just kind of a, a fun little one that I that I'm looking forward to. Tales of Zelia two coming out later on in August. 
Um, there's there were some other. I mean, it's, yeah, there's there's some stuff down the down the way that's coming. Yay! Hopefully, um, it doesn't get pushed back. Right, right. <laughs> All things considered. Hey, who would play a Tour de France game? Can I just say that we've oh, already? Uh, yeah, Armstrong. last week. <laughs> I know. I still. I know we talked about it last time we were yeah. here, but holy crap! Oh, dude, I totally forgot to say. I I feel like I. Dude, I feel like I do this every time to you, Rachel. I forgot to mention a game that I played. Mm-hmm. I finished. Mm-hmm. The, in fact, dude, segue real quick because we're about to go into indie game of the week, right? That we don't have this week. Yeah. Uh, I just finished The Wolf Among Us episode five, and it was yeah. freaking awesome. It was so good. We should do that. Do you guys want to do that? Yes. Can, can I play it on my iPad like I did the other one? Uh, I think on your iPad, yes. Because remember, I put I played uh, the zombie one on my iPad. And every yeah. time I'd get out of the game, I'd have to like lock mean, the iPad so my kids didn't accidentally pick it up. What's you this? say you played the zombie one on I iPad? played a large amount. What was it called? Walking Dead. I played several of like the three. Ep- yes, The Wolf Among Us is on the App Store. <laughs> okay. Because I'll, pl- I'll play that. I'll play that. Like, because okay. it's yeah. not zombies. It's it's the same style of gameplay, but but I do enjoy the storyline that one. This oh. is fantasy. Just be aware it is it is rated M, Drew. Right. No, um, I know. I, I I've interviewed uh was it Bill Willingham that does the kind of it's based on his fables comic book. Yeah. Um yep. I've I've talked to him. I'm I'm well aware of how M okay. he is. <laughs> All right. As long as you know. Yep, I'm in. Cool. All right. That will be our indie game for next week. Sorry for the interruption, Rachel. I was just excited. Story of my life. I'm it. sorry. Mm, what a douche no but i guess i also finished that video i was working on for ever so long (laughs) i know congratulations rachel it only took like a whole day to export and i was like i'm sorry i can't have it when you need it (laughs) nice drew what's the longest it's ever taken what's the longest it's ever taken a project that you've worked on to export uh i've I've pushed nearly 24 hours possibly close to 30 hours and how that, do you keep how? Because like I had like three fans running on my computer. Yeah, yeah it has to do with <laughs> with poor choice of computers. First off, <laughs> not choosing the right computer to export from. Uh, that's when I that's when I ring up KT now and go, Hey, remember that that Mac Pro with all those cores and all that all the processing power? I'm gonna borrow that for an hour and get <laughs> done what I can't do overnight. Yeah, that's no, crazy. it's that's it's true. It happens too often. Ugh. That's wild. Um, cool. Sweet, lots uh, of new games coming out. Isn't there a new Infamous coming out in August? Late, uh, that's August? DLC. The DLC, the first light, right? But it's playable yep. without the rest of the game. Yes, Thank sir. Yeah. Interesting. There's some stuff to look forward to. Yes, hey, sir. Jeff, I talked to some people, and I think you're one like one out of 20 people who liked Infamous. One no. of... What? what? You found okay. people that didn't like it. I found 20 people, that did, not 20, but I found like a good majority. <laughs> wow. Like... Out of out of out of this like the seven people I know in my life, Jeff's like the only one who really liked it. Dude, Jeff tell those everything. people to get the crap out of here. <laughs> Deal. I'll Just tell them. Be, I'll, be like, Jeff hey, says, Jeff said GTFO, and he has a PlayStation <laughs> podcast, so you have to. You have to leave. Yeah, that's right. He knows the stuff. Uh, yeah, Infamous was awesome. It wasn't perfect, and they could have done a lot more with it. But for what it was, um, it was great. And I love Infamous games, and the story was fun, and the neon powers were badass. So I have, very, I have no problem with that game whatsoever. 
Well, yeah. good. Uh, a game I do have a problem with is Watch Dogs, which I deleted off the hard drive of my oh, That's a serious I move. I'm sick of that crap. Wow. That game is not fun. <laughs> wow. Ouch. I just want it to end. It have you still been playing a little bit? Problem. No. I started Nino Cooney and I didn't get far. I like... I didn't get far, and then Destiny came out, and then I picked up Sims, so it's just... It's so cute. I want to get a little lantern. Little Wait, are you ring. saying that you haven't gone... You haven't been playing a lot of Nino Kuni? What do you want I, from I totally, me? <laughs> I'd rather you be playing Nino Kuni than Destiny. I so desperately wanted... I've, I've wanted you to play Nino Kuni for a year. In fact, the I've entire started. time I've known you, Rachel, I've been I've like, tried. you need to play Nino Kuni. You guys are too much. And now I have the indie game. I'm never going to get to it, Jeff. I'm just never. Just stop sleeping. I know. I've already started. Do you not see these bags? Ooh, they're designer. Anyway. We are moving into our uh, weekly topic, which is destiny. Um, and I'm really excited. We're going to bring on our special little guest. His name is KT, otherwise known as Kevin Tech, otherwise known as um, the Pod Smasher. This is <laughs> what? When did I get that? I don't know, but I love I love our little guest because he is like he's like a quarter of our size up and up above us in the video. Yeah. Um, welcome, welcome. Just hiding. Well, it's like where's KT in the video? <laughs> so welcome to the show, KT. Um, you've spent a little bit of time with destiny now i know because i've been playing with you uh a little bit uh, let me load up the companion app and it'll tell you how many hours i've been playing on it <laughs> well that's we what i want to know yeah. it actually shouldn't be contest time kt who's I'd, played more you might have played more than i have what's the Maybe. companion app is it something that you get on your phone yeah that it's, keeps it's, track? it's on your phone and it tells you how long you've been playing on oh there. it's wow. actually really really cool um so we'll, let's start off with that kt so first of all uh, one of the things that Destiny has done really well has been really this companion app. Um, it's it's a very cool way to kind of manage your character, your inventory, and the missions that you're doing. How how, how have you been using the app, KT? Um, I, I I love how it tracks your progress and everything. I mean, I just looked it up: nine hours, thirty six minutes. Oh wow. <laughs> I could write a book for for how much I've been playing <laughs> on there. Um, but I love how you can even let's say you're you know you're you're away from home and you're like hmm, I want to try that build. Uh, you I can load up the app fix. and switch up your weapons. So when you actually load up the game, that loadout is ready to go. <laughs> and I can tell you right now, five of my friends right now are online, and so, and some of them are playing. So yeah, yeah directly from this is a hey, cell phone w- app. Where are you going to find your time? All right, so you you click on the legends button, yeah, and then swipe right or swipe left, like you're denying. Oh, okay, on stats, Tinder. cool. All right, so Rachel, um, have you got twenty minutes in your game at least, Rachel. Uh, is this is this a cell phone application? <laughs> yeah, it is. This is something there, I should download right now. Yes, yes, probably. <laughs> It'll be really sad to see my time on this game. <laughs> and and it even breaks it down to like what you've been playing, so. I've spent a lot of my time on the story mode. That's where I get most of my kills. And then the strike mode and explore. And then finally the actual PvP area. Hey, um, so how many hours did you have? Nine hours, 36 minutes. So I had- Damn it. Damn you. You got 46 minutes on me. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was that extra half hour I stayed up on Friday night. Dang it. Uh, but that is cool. I mean, so basically with the companion app, you can go back through every single mission that you've done. You can look at your kills. You can look at your deaths. Um, 
So like I can go and and it jumps between the PVP matches, so your your death match and your conquest matches to your story mode. So like I can go in and I I just finished playing um with some friends. Uh first like crucible was played today. Kills were 15, deaths 10. Um my kill death ratio was 1. And so it's uh it's pretty cool to be able to do that. You can also message people within the app. And one of the things that I've really liked has been the ability to go and read like about the lore of the Destiny world. You can look at grimoire, grimoire cards and uh, kind of get an idea for the different weapons and the different abilities and the different characters. Um, so it adds, it adds a depth to the game um, that really I haven't experienced with any other game as far as just accessibility to be able to jump in and learn more about the world that you're taking part in. And I've really enjoyed that. I'm really jealous. I'm kind of hoping that my, I don't know, maybe the wife and kids have a trip planned. I don't know about, and I get some time to myself. Either that or I'm staying up all night to play this. No, so I'm I, excited. I, I like this companion app. I mean, cause it even like you have little side missions that you can do and you collect bounties and it's usually like kill X number of people and everything. You can actually load up the bounties over here and you can see your progress with bars. So you don't have to go find it in the app because in the actual game to find those bounties is kind of a pain to actually load up. So having yeah. this right here is so much better. And the UI is super good. Um, the user interface in the game is fantastic. Um, or sorry, the user interface on the app is fantastic. Um, so let's, uh, I mean, first of all, Drew hasn't played yet. We've talked about that. Um, so feel free to ask any questions. Um, Rachel has played very little time. So again, feel free to ask any questions that you have contribute where you can, I guess. Um, in fact, we'll start with you, Rachel, like in, in the short time that you've had with the game, what's your, um, impression been like, what do you think so far? So one kind of turnoff for me is just, I've learned through kind of through watchdogs is that things aren't as great on the PS3. It's kind of bummer. And it's like, I don't feel like I can really completely appreciate the game until I have a PS4. So that's kind of why I haven't really been playing it just because I know, I know it can be better. Like I know it's a beta, so I know it's like kind of meant to be rough, but just playing it on a lower consoles kind of turned me off a little bit, but Mm. um, you know, but what I did play was pretty awesome. It was much like Halo for me. It was pretty cool. Just kind of like shooting and stuff, just the whole, how that works. And it's, (laughs) it's, I know, yeah, no, and it's really weird for me because, like, the I'm still my shooters. The last shooter I played was on the Xbox 360, so it's kind of weird to like have just the whole concept of shooters is different on the DualShock versus the Xbox controller. So, right. but it didn't take me that long. Um, I'm also used to the letters, kind of like B for beatdown, but there is no B. <laughs> there's no B. Yeah, no, box so, for beatdown. Uh, beat yeah, box. right. It's so that throws box. me off a little I bit. Bet. But um, no, just getting used to the controls. But I like it. It's fun so far. Um, I like how how interactive it is with other players. So, like, it links me up in groups. And I, like, see other people on the battlefield in my story mode. And that's right. pretty... It's a really cool concept. I think so, too. I One of the things that I've really liked uh, has been that when you're in story mode, uh, you have... Um, I mean, group events happening all the time. So like a uh, fallen ship will fly in while you're just cruising to your next, um, you know, your next uh, destination, destination, whatever, wherever you're headed. Um, 
you might see a fallen ship roll in and it will give you an, a, a notification. Hey, a, a group events happening. If you want to join, get here quick. And so you'll be running to the ship and your ghost is talking to you about what's happening and telling you, um, you know, it may be that you have a super powerful character that you have to take down. And so you and a group of 10 other people are trying to kill this dude, or, um, it might just be a kind of a wave thing where you're taking waves of opponents and having to wipe them out and stay alive. Um, I mean, have those have been kind of the two that I've experienced KT. Have you had anything different from that? Um, no, I, I've, I've gotten those two. You also get rewards for helping out. So there's right. actually incentives to actually go and you get Vanguard points, which I'm not quite sure what you use for yet. Um, but it's probably to purchase cooler armor later on. Yep. Um, that's what I assume. But yeah, I, I love how you can just jump in and, you know, you don't have to do anything and you kind of make friends too. And you all have a dance party at the end. Right. <laughs> um, so let's go through some of our likes and dislikes. Um, KT, do you want to start off with that? All right. Um, can we watch you play while you do it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's have KT multitask. Okay. <laughs> let's see how well this works. Um, one of the likes and dislikes I like um, is just the world and the lore of all of this. Um, it reminds me it's a combination of Halo, Fallout New Vegas, and uh, Mass Effect with everything. And like, I remember Jeff was busy shooting something one time, and I was just like sitting on a ledge. I'm like, Whoa, look how pretty this is. You take a yeah. picture and put it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and it and I like that there's a mixture of PvE and PvP. So player versus environment and stuff, and as I'm getting shot somewhere, it's kinda of hard to play on a two inch screen. Um, <laughs> uh, but I haven't but I haven't seen this world, so I'm actually watching very intently. Yeah. It's very cool. It's yeah. very Fallout. It's very post-apocalyptic. So this takes place after the Earth has fallen, and uh, the only surviving city is called the Tower, um, or the Tower is part of the only surviving city, I guess, where the Guardians assemble and are able to, you know, rearm themselves, change their equipment, their their armor, their weapons, um, and uh, yeah, everything else is desolate and destroyed and you're trying to take back the earth from the fallen and it's uh honestly it's really cool so you'll see there in kt's game right now the blinking green light Mm -hmm. that is actually a optional objective um so you can go up to these you can select it and it will open up a brand new objective for you to accomplish um a brand new mission for you to accomplish so he's actually in free roam right now and it's it's pretty cool that you that Bungie has created a world where you can either do kind of specialized missions that take you down a path, um, that kind of funnel you down a path of sorts, um, while still letting you feel like it's an open world game, but then you can go purely open world and just do random, um, objectives and missions within that open world. And it's, it's really cool how they've kind of melded several different kind of gaming genres together into one thing. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, um, and you know, it reminds. There's a like huge MMO feeling when I'm actually playing this because you see other players walking around by you, and you can actually even jump in. Like the funny thing is, like when Jeff and I were playing, we're like, "Oh, these guys are probably playing the the missions right now," because you see them going to specific parts, but you can't see them pick up things. Um, And one of the greatest things that I've seen on this is all the loot that you get is um, um, 
what's the word for it? It's it's specific to you. So that means like um, Jeff was going around. I mean, the first time we were playing, you found one of the the uh, giant like stashes, and you kept right. telling me to go over there. But I'm like, I don't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, he found a stash, and you didn't. Yeah. Um, well, but, it was a stash that KT had found earlier. Oh, oh. So he'd already gotten it specifically for his yeah. game. And that is interesting. And in the multiplayer levels, if you're near one of these stashes and somebody opens it, you also get the stuff too. So yep. it, it will pop up. And so KT, tell us, like, are are there is there anything that you haven't liked? Uh, it's the loading times. They hide the loading times with the ship floating up in space uh. on there, and sometimes you're just sitting there and the ship's just going there, and you can't really do anything during those times, and you just sit there and wait. Right. Uh, that's and so when you pull out the companion app. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I've, I've got to say, like, that I feel like that would be such an easy fix. Like, all they need to do, it, like, when the ship's heading to a planet, you're kind of going down some kind of, like, cylindrical kind of tube to the planet is what it looks like. I was like, why don't they just let us control the ship while we're flying in that moment? Like, let us go around in circles like freaking Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, that, that wouldn't, I don't think that would take a lot of processing power away from the loading. But even allowing you to do like something small like that I think would have a big difference and like have a lot of um, impact on the game overall wouldn't feel so long right exactly KT yeah. use your super uh, show show Drew your super alright <laughs> right, here's here's my super right here and you can see here's one you see the ship that ship dropping yeah, oh crap yeah. that's one of those uh, side missions that you can actually join in on just disappeared. Yeah, so and then yeah, he dropped people super. off as he was moving. Yeah, so here's my super right here. That's kind of fun. Did it yeah, pop it's out awesome. a third person real quick to show you? Yeah. Dude? Um, and then you can, I mean, this is the one of the coolest things. You can just start dancing randomly. Third person, <laughs> just, you know, make a music video in game. It's very totally. much like that. So our our buddy uh, Shuhei Yoshida. So shout out Yosp. Uh, he uh, actually had. On Twitter, he was retweeting a couple guys that he stopped and danced with yesterday um, and took screenshots of the dancing and posted them to Twitter. He's like, oh, I'm dancing with Scott Lowe. This is pretty cool. Yo, Shuei Yoshida's awesome. Um, so as far as... Oh, that's just strength. Oh, and the other thing I hate, though, is when if you switch out your secondary weapon, you got to go find ammo for it. Yeah, that's dumb. But they, it, if you pick up secondary think- ammo, you need to keep the ammo you've already picked up. That's really frustrating. Yeah, and you can see my uh, secondary right now is the machine gun that's it's reloading. That's because I picked up some ammo. That's a oh, secondary. Am- that's a secondary weapon or a heavy weapon. That's a secondary. This is my my heavy is the my heavy is the um, rocket launcher. So you get or, no, wait, three. No, that's my secondary. Yeah, you get three guns. Sorry, it's, yeah. har- it's harder to see because I'm literally playing on a one one inch screen. Yeah, you're, you're doing you're doing well. <laughs> all right, so um, some of the things that I really loved. Uh, first of all the world um i think it's beautiful i think the art style is great i think they've done a phenomenal job of putting this world together um i love that it feels like a mass effect kind of um fallout new vegas kind of uh borderlands vibe to it i love that um i like the weapons i like the crucible but i've got to say like one of the more subtle elements in the game that i've loved is the way that your voice sounds in a hallway like this is um basically if you're in a building that is like has metal walls when you're when i speak to kt he'll it'll sound like i'm speaking in an empty metal hallway 
You mean like with your your actual voice headset and everything? Yeah, so they've got some kind of filter in-game that makes it sound like you're talking to someone in an empty metal hallway. It echoes. Yeah. Uh, and when, the directionality works, too. It's probably so, just a glitch. So you can hear, like, I can tell where Jeff is on the map. If he's in front of me, to the side of me, or behind me, just from oh. there. Really, well, I really and, want to play with you guys. And I don't think it's a glitch, Rachel, because... Um, <laughs> it wasn't there on the first day. Right, it wasn't there the first day. It was something that started, and actually, when it first doesn't show up the first day. <laughs> when it uh, when it first started happening, I was like, "Kevin, what is going on with your headset, dude? Like, you sound weird." And he was like, "You sound weird." And as we so we walked out of the building, and as soon as we were out of the building, it didn't sound like that anymore. So if you're inside a building where you have walls where a voice can kind of reverberate back and forth it does Self that interference it's okay. it's really cool and um in addition to that uh they had um in the crucible they had the iron banner uh addition the other day and one of those missions is played um what on mars and i think that they had a filter over the voices when you're on mars to make it sound like you were wearing a helmet and I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um, so that was something that to me, like the voices and the way that the voices are manipulated and sound in a hallway, um, to me was a very subtle thing to do that, man, just I think goes to show the level of detail that they've put into this game and the thought that's gone into this game and really making it a unique gaming experience. Um, the only thing that I would say that I dislike... Uh, is that it's a social game that at times does not feel as social as it should. Um, so right now, KT um, is, is, a good dance, guy or bad is guy? dancing for somebody. It's just another player. Yeah, he's sniping someone. Um, oh. But KT can't talk to that guy unless he gets him to join his fire team. And I think that that's something that they're looking into is fixing that so that I don't know if I don't know if the solution is like hey, within 25 feet of a character, you're going to hear whatever they're saying unless you mute them actively. Like, so they've done that in some moments, right? I mean, right. To me, it makes sense to have more, like a greater ability to communicate within the game. I think it's a social game. Let it be social. And if, I mean, you could very easily put an option in there, right, that says turn all mics off. True. Mute, mute all. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, as far as our uh, our Twitter fans go and um, people responding to the Twitter questions, Freddie and Tori both had a little bit to say about the game. Freddie liked that uh, the shooting felt good. He said it. Um, he said he liked the shooting. He liked the game and the special abilities, and he loves the uh, the Warlock's glide jump. He did say that he dislikes driving in the game. I assume that means on the Sparrow you have like a little. Um, pod racer oh were you driving that earlier KT yeah okay because that looked like you had grabbed onto the back of like a Thunderstick 2000 a Nimbus 2000 or something yeah it's kind of like a little pod uh, pod racer from Star Wars um, and you can see but, the load time right now nerds. I'm just like I can't do anything yeah the load time it's just alone. loading I am a nerd Rachel I'm sorry it's a Nimbus it's a pod racer <laughs> What, what are you going to say? Uh, it's a pipette? I mean, what what other kind of nerdy things uh, do we have? Pipettes uh, are sexy. He also, um, Freddie also said that he didn't like that there weren't more facial features in the customization. Um, 
Actually, I had a gripe about that because you wear a helmet anyway, so you can't really see your facial features unless you're in the tower. Yeah, I think that's we've kind talked, of frustrating. We've talked um, about that as a full topic. I mean, we've done a whole discussion on what character uh, customization, yeah, the benefits of letting you feel like you've created something. Mm-hmm. Friends um, being picky. <laughs> uh, Tori also tweeted at us. He said that is he likes. Sh- is that shifty? Yeah. He said that he also likes everything about it. He said it's very solid with no big issue. He says that the the only dislike he has, um, he says, quote, my only complaint has been that the map rotation on the Crucibles, you, you'll play five or six rounds before it switches to another map. Um, and that has happened to me and can be a little bit frustrating as you play. But overall, um, the vast majority of the things that we're hearing about this game and from people that are playing it, is is kind of overwhelmingly positive, wouldn't you say? I mean, have you guys, have you, any of you heard anything other than kind of overwhelmingly like gushing news about this game? Nothing too, nothing drastic, nothing awful so far. Everyone right, for the most part, it's just how good it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially just c- considering that it's a beta. I think a lot of the stuff that we're seeing is specific to. Um, people understanding this a beta and expecting even better things to come out in when it when it launches but i yeah right. people seem to be very happy with what they've got so far yeah i agree um um and then yeah. one one of the features that is really great too is um if you are on a ps3 and are planning on getting a ps4 don't wait just jump into the game because your character transfers between console generations it doesn't yep. transfer between different consoles but the generations do so if you go from okay. ps3 to ps4 your character transfers over or vice versa yep i logged into the i logged into the uh ps3 to try it out and my character was there i thought that was pretty sweet that is cool yep. i'm really excited to go upstairs and see if if it at all if, if 30 yeah exactly i think well then you know what let's do it let's figure out if uh if you can jam so this has been episode 20 of the little big cast major shout out again goes to freddie and tori for uh communicating on the twitters uh you guys are awesome thanks for uh listening to the show and being part of the show um shout out to kt thank you for joining us for the conversation again we are the little big cast you can email us questions at littlebigcast at ktdata.net or just follow us on twitter at little big cast feel free to ask us any questions feedback um whatever join the conversation be part of the show with us so again this has been episode 20 and i'll give it to kt to kick out guys can't believe it. Adios, people. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm upstairs.